Hi, guys. <laughs> Are we not doing the intro again? We, we're having a bit of um, a moment. What if you can just. Oh my God, my cough's back. <laughs> <laughs> this is summing up half term for me. If you could have just witnessed what it was like two old ladies I was going, can you see the cursor we had technical problems go up to the left hand side press can that. you hear me now can you hear me now can you hear me now yeah do you know what i think it was i had my volume up high on my microphone oh okay and i think it well, i can hear myself which i can't usually do oh you won't like that will you I mean, if it fucks up, it fucks up. People will survive without an episode. We'll have had a nice chat. So, um, what's what's been occurring? Well, it's half term, isn't it? How's it going there? It was Johnny's um, birthday yesterday. Mike took the week off for half term. <laughs> <laughs> well that's oh, the end really. of that episode see you next week everyone <laughs> joe no joe doesn't there's no half term is a surprise to joe every time it pops around do you not have a shared diary Oh, there'd be no point in that. He would never look at it. Mm. It would make me more angry than... So, for example, this morning I went to the cinema with Ned because it's his birthday on Monday and I didn't want to do a party, so I'm doing a couple of other things instead. And so we went to the cinema and I said to Joe, Thursday or Friday, which is better? And he was like, Thursday. And I was like, this time or this time? And he was like, 10.40 in the morning, great. So I was like, right, you're gonna have to have the other two. And then this morning he was like, I've got a meeting at 12.30. And I was like, right, there's just no point in me asking you when it's convenient though, because you don't fucking look. You don't give it like, do you know what I mean? What's the point? What's the point in us having this conversation? But also he says things like yesterday, he said, oh, I've got to go to a meeting in Hendon this afternoon that I completely forgot about, but I put it in about three weeks ago. I was like, okay, when? And he was like, I mean, two or three weeks ago. And I was like, no, Joe, when is the meeting? You absolute fucking, like, it's like having a conversation with, do you know what I mean? I don't get I don't care when you put it in the diary that's no interest to me love I care about when you're going to be going to Hendon during the middle of half term with me three feral children and no kitchen that's what I want to know why have you got so, no kitchen they're re, we're redecorating I don't like being able to hear myself um we're redecorating so everything is in the middle of the room. So you know how my kitchen is like kitchen sitting room? Yeah. It's it's all being done at once. So everything's in the middle of the room. Mm -hmm. So we've just been for a fry up. Yesterday we got sushi delivered. It's quite good because we're moving out of London. So I feel like we're really 
making the best of the fact that I can decide now that my kids are going to eat sushi for lunch and it will be here in 10 minutes so that's it that's my half it wasn't great timing half term no kitchen no Carol children but you know it's fine also I said I'm going to order some boxes so that I can start packing up rather than putting everything back I'll just yeah. put back the stuff I want ship out the stuff and and he was like the removal company will give us boxes and I was like yeah okay so he has this terrible thing of like he is physically incapable of packing up a house he just won't do it I I, I I'm almost not cross about it because it seems like, like it's just a, an impossibility for him it just doesn't there's something wrong he can't do it he'll go to the new house whilst the removal men sit in their van while I pack the house up because I've done it single-handedly with kids can't you and do he, that thing where you pay them to come in and do it for you no no he doesn't like that why he doesn't do it anyway because he can't we can't afford it and he has a woman to do it for him for free okay uh, questions mm. why are you still packing the day you're moving because he is incapable of helping and i have right. numerous children that he will be incapable of entertaining so what joe will do in the run-up to, to to moving is he will book in as much work as possible and then comment on the lack of progress made whilst I look after the children and pack up the house and take stuff to the charity shop and work and do all of that. Um, so, so last time we moved, the night before we moved, I'd done, I'd done most things. And then I drove the kids to Hampshire to my mum's house. Um, and the part of the M3 was closed. So it was about a three hour round trip, right? And we just had things to do, like take all the pictures off the wall, bubble wrap them. And I thought three hours, no kids, strong man. When I get back, we can have a drink. He'll be done. I got back. What Joe had done is he'd got all the boxes that I'd packed and put them into the middle of one room but hadn't packed anything else up. And I like flipped my lid a bit because I got home at half 11 thinking it was going to be packed. And he'd literally done nothing except for made this massive pile. And I was like, why, why, why did you do this, Joe? And he was like, because that's what the removal men like. And I was like, firstly, how the fuck would you know what the removal men like? You will be at the new house as soon as they arrive, before they set foot in this doorway, you will piss off to the empty new house to be useless there. Secondly, I don't think they care where they pick the boxes up from, whether it's from different rooms or from this massive sculpture-like mountain that you've made. And so I just had to sp spend the entire night like wrapping, packing stuff. And I mean, I know that I sound like a moany bitch. We've moved houses together once, twice, three, f five times. So, you know, that's five goes of inadequacy. 
that I'm basing this on. And I would love it if to, this is the time that he turns it all around. But I'm not going to hedge my bets, Gemma. So I just so wanted when, to... When are you planning to move? What's penciled in as moving dates? Don't have one, which is also great. End of, end of a month? Beginning of a month? Middle of a month. So the guy we're buying from, they've already got the keys to where they're moving to. And they've been airbnb their house. So the only thing that they really need to do is take out their furniture and like they're taking the washing machine and the dryer and stuff. So um, so he bumped into my mum because we're moving to my mum's village and he bumped into my mum and said he wants all the paperwork and everything to be done by the 15th of November. In which case, first week of December would be good to move. But I haven't got anywhere for the kids to go to school. And I don't know. So I feel like, and and because he's in charge, I feel very much like I've got him with no school age kids. He's got a three-year-old. And Joe, who will literally be like, I mean, we've just talked about the conversations that I have with Joe. Um, He'll say things like, I'm really worried. Do you think I should tell him that eventually we want to get a donkey? Like, great. Yes, Joe, that's what I'm thinking about. Do you know what I mean? So I'm doing everything like... What do you mean? Well, he will, he will literally... So last night I said to him, I'm feeling really anxious. My anxiety has been really bad. And I said to him, I'm feeling really anxious. And he went... I mean, he literally said something like, I wore my favourite trainers today. And you're like, okay. I'm glad we had this conversation. I feel a lot better. That's great. Sorry, you're getting a donkey. No, well, I will. Eventually, I want to get a donkey. But what my point being is that Joe... Joe In the garden? Uh, yeah. How much land does a donkey need? Well, that's what I've got to work out. Okay. But you'll get a donkey. I want a fucking donkey. You've, you'll have to look after it, Gemma. <laughs> It'll be fine. I love all of my animals. I know you love them, but you have to like do a lot of skipping out of its stuff, of its field. You have to pick all the poo up and do all of that. You have to watch what it eats because you've got to not, you don't Um, know. No, see, I can't have a donkey, I don't think, because uh, there was a very brief period of time, right, where I (laughs) thought of getting a horse in our garden. Oh yeah, you can't have it near the pine. No, and, um, and my horsey friend, Took yeah. one look and said, no. no. Although they did have a horse here. Yeah, but you'd have to have it. So the yeah, thing that I think maybe off. you wouldn't like about it is mm. that you have to have, so you, you could make it a field mm-hmm. with with like fencing, but then you'd have to move it so that it always had the right amount of grass and you'd have to make sure it didn't have too much grass so it didn't get laminitis. And if yeah, it, no, uh, that's just not for me. Anyway, the stuff that so, goes wrong with horses is like, Right. expensive so let, let's not get off track what which is what this is this is without wanting to sound patronizing okay yeah. okay we just, this is what i would do if i were you okay okay i'd ignore joe can we can we bear in mind that you are married to mike who's a practical man oh no he does not get involved i do all of the moving I do all talking to estate agents, 
negotiating, shouting at solicitors. Very oh good at God, negotiating. Oh my God. <laughs> so, do you want me to do it? No, God, no. I'm a trained negotiator. Oh yeah, For okay, sake. yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> Negotiating's fine, but Joe literally heard me negotiating. Was like, oh my God, you're a goddess. And I was like, no, it's just you found out what our maximum bid was, which was quite a lot over what the asking price was. And so we were asked to put in our, there was two of us, you know, and they say, put in your mm-hmm. maximum offer by the end of the day. So Joe was just going to whack in with our top, which was about 150,000 over. It was like, oh, I've spoken no. to Jim, the mortgage broker, I'm going in. And I was just like, no, 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 no. So now in his head, I've saved us that much money. Amazing. Which, right. So yeah. anyway, <coughs> get your boxes. Yeah. Right. And from now, stop at the top of every room. So on a Monday, do your living room. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is what I was saying to him last Little night. So this, because like, okay, so we're in my sitting room that's just been painted, hmm. but everything, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what Joe wants to do is he wants, so for the listeners, everything's in boxes and pushed onto sofas, blah, blah, blah. We've just had everything because everything was in the middle of the room covered over with dust sheets. Joe wants us to put all of this back and then pack it into boxes right at the last minute when he's in the new house waiting for us to arrive. And I'm like, no, it's like you were always saying, one touch policy, fine for some books and stuff to go on the shelf if you're packing stuff to go to the charity shop or to be sold or whatever. But I'm not putting everything back all nicely. He was like, why don't we have it nice for a week and then start packing? No, 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 sod that. I think when when we moved here, I think, my whole packing process must have taken five weeks because it's it always that, it's it always happens. I really like about clutter busting and what's the other one boot camp boot camp and that we saw with our team time transformations when you get to a point of no return 50 mm-hmm. percent of the time people stop and they're just like oh no mm. i can't carry on and i think it's the same with packing I don't want to have, oh, we're moving in a week and I haven't started. And then it just, you pack shit. You pack mm. stuff that you don't want. Yeah. Stuff gets broken because you haven't packed it properly. And also, Whereas, after, the, after the two years that we've had with COVID, you don't really want to be lumping more stress onto the situation. No, and I've got, and it's half term. And I said to him, because yesterday he worked all day and my kids are pretty good, but I couldn't, mentally get down to work I could do a few emails or whatever but I couldn't sit down and do all the bloody work I had to do and I said to him I could have just been packing some books into boxes and it doesn't need to be a huge we're packing now thing but it would be a couple of boxes of books done whilst the kids were playing but I could answer their mummy 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 questions do you know what I mean and I think it is it's like yeah, maybe I'll sell it to him as we're going to Tom, but pack. Because he'll do. Because there's always Tom. that situation where you you become blind to certain things in your house. And for me, 
it's always pictures. So I always start from the top and I pack pictures first. Yeah. Because yeah. otherwise <laughs> I've packed everything and then I'm like, yeah. shit, the pictures. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I, I've got all the pictures that were taken off the wall. And I'm like, I'm not going to put picture hooks back in. So why would you put picture hooks back up and ruin a freshly painted wall? Um, and, and also, if you're, you're, you're renting your house, right? Yeah. Are you going to allow your tenants to put pictures up? Yeah, but I'll suggest command strips. Well, there you go. So you don't want to be putting holes in the walls. <coughs> no, but also, yeah, I think it's also something that we've touched on before. If you're like um, a freelancer and I was talking to someone earlier about my bespoke beauty boxes and she very kindly was like, oh, I'm doing this small business Christmas fair and I'd love for your bespoke beauty boxes to be involved. And I was like, I can't do it because the margins are too small. So that if I got loads of orders, it would the time people are not OK with you factoring in your time as a cost mm -hmm. so the margins on them are so small that I love doing them because it's helping women with their skin but I don't really make any money from them and it's I, I think it's the same with Joe, where I'm like it may be nice to have an idea of like we'll live in the house freshly painted and all nice for a couple of weeks before we move but you're not factoring in my time, which is like hanging up a picture to then no, it's just sit down and wrap tell, it up. Like, hello, heard this is a message for Joe, because I know you listen from time to time. Don't be daft. <laughs> Can I get you know those in the nineties, probably eighties, used to get those key rings that said things. Yeah. To press a button and they'd be yeah. like, I feel like we need a team Tom, one of those. One of them can be, don't be daft. One, what else can Gemma Bray? It's just, it's folly. It is pure folly to restage your house and then pack it up again. Yeah. yeah. I think now we've got time for that. I know, but I well, as I always say to him, he, he like sometimes it's just like he's got he's got this woman at home that does stuff for him. So I'll be like, we'll put it all back, and then we'll pack it all down. And I'm like, I'll put it all back, and then I'll pack it all down. No, he's talking through his bumhole. Oh, I still he think this edition of the Team Tom Tamagotchi. Keep Gemma alive for Christmas. What about say like space wise? I love moving. I love moving. Do Fucking hate it. I hope I don't like the bit that I'm in at the moment. So you won't have this bit because yours is all nice. <laughs> when you the one you're moving to is nice, you like you might have to paint the odd wall. I'm like, Ugh. yeah, no, I have to build a spare room slash office in a shed that's outside, and I have to put underfloor heating in the conservatory. But that's it. I'm really excited. Every house I've lived in has needed serious so stuff. what is it like have you got to are you i can't word it so everything that you're moving from your house is it all going to fit in the new house have you got enough storage it's true because weirdly the square footage is much bigger square footage where we're moving to but 
because of the way it's laid out, it feels smaller. It doesn't feel like that makes it. It doesn't feel tiny, but my house is tall and thin. Mm. So it's got like big London high ceilings. Yeah. And I've got an office and that kind of thing. Whereas this is much more country. So it's two stories and wide, which is more normal. But I've just got used to living in London. So I'm like, I'm used to really high ceilings. So it's just things like um, I've got a really lovely painted cupboard. Don't know where that's going to go. But I figure like stuff will fit in somewhere. And would you would you like to tell the listeners what you texted me last week when you said, can you please do me a favour when I move? Can you please remind me that? I don't want to talk to any people. You sent me a message saying, can you please remind me that I don't actually like people? Thanks. Oh my God. <laughs> I am so looking forward to the reclusive life. So one of the things, you know, when you're looking at houses and there's things that are, I always call them the compromise, right? Oh, and they're different for everyone. And lots of people would say to me, oh, you won't want to live there because of the road. And I grew up on a road. Um, so it's not as much of a bother for me as it would be for some people. But the house I grew up in was a house in the middle of a garden. So it was surrounded by, and we had about an acre. So you felt like you were in a compound. It had walls all the way around it. So when you were in, you felt like you were in your own fortress. And I suddenly realized when we were looking at houses, I was like, that I need to be in my own fortress. And so we're moving, it, it's on a road, it's a 30 mile an hour road and it's not that busy, but it's, it is there. So it will have put lots of people off, but it's, it's in the middle of its garden. So I'm just always, like- There's always, 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 a compromise and what struck me when we bought this house was we really stretched ourselves financially and I couldn't believe that even at that price bucket the perfect house still I have fit. a friend who's a, she, a house finder there's probably a technical term for it she used to work for an estate agent and now she just uh, works with oligarchs basically and she is like it's amazing because you get to go um you get to go house shopping for incredible budgets that's not yours but she said I'm looking for a house at the moment the budget is 23 million and there's still stuff that they want to have that they can't have because of that budget and I always think that's the same so when we first started looking Our budget was about half what it is now because we did other stuff. And I remember thinking, oh my God, if we could just add 300,000, which I know is a lot, but if we can just add 300,000 on, we'll get the house of our dreams. And then we added 400,000 on. And now I'm like, oh my God, if we just added 200,000, then the actual house of my dream. Do you know what I mean? And I know. That that's not going to happen but you do you have to compromise on on something and so for a lot of people I think the countryside move 
the, or the rural move, there are certain things that just don't bother me. But I did quite early on. And, and my mum kept saying to me, this is ridiculous. But I was like, I cannot be attached. I cannot be attached anymore. And and I think it is that I grew up in the in the compound and therefore I'm I didn't grow up. That makes me sound like I grew up in a cult. Um, but do you know what I mean? It was like that actually I've realized, and you do kind of get that, don't you? When you're look do, when you're doing your house hunt and you suddenly go, oh no, oh no, I've suddenly realized that's a no. What I found really difficult moving to the countryside is, and, and ha this is going to sound really, you'll either go, I completely agree, or you'll go, Gemma, you're such a weirdo, right? Is that <laughs> she's already laughing in anticipation of what I'm about to say. <laughs> I know which one it's going to be. So, so the, our house, um, so we've moved from, we moved from a detached to an attached. So yeah. our house was like um, a very big, country edwardian house right which yeah, they yeah. split in the 50s we got the big um, side formal side the formal side yeah that yeah. was our side right so, so the way that they built it it was in eight acres of land yeah so the next door neighbors got four and a no five just yeah. under five yeah. and we got yeah. just under three right our side got just under three but it is exactly how you describe, as in the whole of the, the original property is surrounded by a line of wood, of wood. Yeah. So it is that feeling of being enclosed. Yeah. Now our neighbours are hardly ever there. They're always either away, they work away a lot. Um, and there's hardly any other houses around. Like there's maybe yeah. one, two at a push. Well, no, two, there's two houses close to us, but it's not like having a neighbor. Yeah. And what I find really difficult is if, like in my old house, if I ever felt unsafe or anything, I'd go, I'll just go next door and speak to Bob. Bob will help me. Or I'll go to the other side and speak to Martin and Martin can help me. And like, there isn't that here. And mm -hmm. living in the countryside, we've had two or three occasions where people because it's very quiet you hear noises and you think oh shit it's, it's just literally down to me to deal with this it is literally down to me I am the only one here and I don't like it so that's the thing so I grew up in a hamlet so it's this main road with a row of houses on it but they were all detached and they were all quite far away so to get to my neighbor you'd have to go out and walk along this really busy road and then walk back off the busy road to get to them. And it was that thing of like, the number of times I was like, someone could just walk in and because it's high wall, there's like a seven foot wall all the way around, eight foot wall all the way around. Like, we know that I'm into true crime. I'd be like, there could be a, a knife wielding maniac could just walk in and kill us all and no one would know. Do you know I me? Mean? No one would hear us scream. But it's that sort of thing. But my new house is in a village. So it's in the middle of its garden, but it's in a village. And I did think about that because I kept, when I came to this realization and I was trying to explain it to my mum, who persistently likes to not get what I mean, because she very much minded the roads that we lived on, understandably, but she was like, a, you know, I think that really bothered her. And she really likes not living on that road now. 
so she was like, yeah, but you wouldn't want the road. You wouldn't want the road. And I was like, I, that, I grew up with it. So it's not a problem for me. Um, but I did have this moment when Joe was away and I'd been watching something about the Yorkshire Ripper. And I was like, exactly like you say, I could just lean out of my window and scream. And at least a hundred people could hear me. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Whereas here, where we move, it will be fine. But I had to, I pictured myself in the house I grew up in and was like, oh, I'd have to be the grown up. It's one thing growing up there when I wasn't the grown up, but then I'd have to be the grown up. And would I be okay with that? Or would I literally just be like, don't look out of any of the windows when it's dark? I've got, so last week I looked out of our, you've still not been to my house. You will come one day and I will never let you leave. Yeah, do you know what? I was supposed to come to your house, but I had a cold. And you've got, got the same cold. I bet you're fucking glad I didn't come. I was like, Gemma, I, um, think I should come. I've got a cold. And you were like, well, you, your mum wasn't well. Mm-hmm. And you were like, yeah, I'm we worried that, my mum had COVID. She I'm worried that my mum's got COVID. So we were like, okay, let's come next week. And then I was like, I've still got, still got, still there. But I looked out of my um, window, my living, my back living room window. I just saw two people walk me through my wood you see and you've seen pe- people pissing that's different you've seen people pissing some woman parked on your lawn hmm. anyway so i'm like oh oh and i said to the builder he went there's people in the forest and what it was it was two ramblers who had got lost and decided to come onto the forest into the forest because on on the corner of the forest is where the, the road is and there's like a road sign like an old country road sign you yeah, know yeah, with yeah. the white wooden arrows that go over. and i think they thought it looks very much like a footpath sign if that makes sense yeah. you could it, I, I get it i get it and i was like mike mike we need get the shotgun we get the guns <laughs> but i didn't we didn't tell the laundrettes what happened um two or three weeks ago so um, I was I, I was in, I'm getting very um, bullshit now now that I'm in, um, more now that I am um, pre perimenopausal and I left the house um, to take the kids to school and some we've got ranch fencing at the front and someone had put a sign on the ranch fencing. Okay, I'm not going to say what they were filming because it will give away where, where I live. Didn't we they, record this? No. Is this just for a text message? This is just by because I was like, fucking hell, you'll never guess what. Anyway, so I took the kids to school and all the way to school, I was like waggling my head going, well, 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 <laughs> not right. My property, private property. No, 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 no. And Tom's like, I probably should probably chill out. They probably don't realise. Not the same, not the same. Anyway, so I get back, park the car stomping across the builders are like oh shit what's happening i was like there's a sign there's a sign so i went stomping across to the place over the road this poor man was driving out in a van and i was like i'd I'd cut the sign off with scissors and i thought i won't throw it away because it is their property i don't want to be antagonistic so i went over i was like has this got anything to do with you and he went yes um we're filming and that's the arrows for the crew i was like 
you've put it on my property can you and I, you can't put it on private property plus the fence is very rickety so from an insurance point of view if you were to damage my fence whilst you were taking the sign off you'd have to pay for it and he went you're not going to complain are you and I was like and then and then I and then I sort of remembered what he'd said and I went you're filming filming and he told me what he was filming I went well I don't care who's parked over there just do not put your sign on my fence <laughs> I'm surprised we won't be seeing you as an extra. I'm trying to see if I can. I'm trying to see if I can find the conversation so I can screenshot it for the laundrettes. No, because don't give away. Don't give away what what it is because well, I can edit it. I don't. Okay. Not that I don't trust the laundrettes, but there's some weirdos on the internet. <laughs> and well, then I, I, I was, you said I would have licked him in one of your things, and I was like, who? And then I, that was. Gary Barlow. Um, and then, yeah, so they were there for about two weeks and every morning I'd see the same guy in the minivan, like transporting the, the crew to and from the locations around. Yeah, we became quite pally, we started waving at each other and stuff. Did you? Besties. <laughs> we think he was probably a voice note, Chippy. Because it also- oh, I remember me saying, that's what's going to be on our banner. Yeah, yes, because we um, it, they're remake. It was a remake of something, isn't it? And you were like, "Why aren't?" And it, no one thinks of original stuff anymore. It's always like, "Yeah, it was me being ranty about the usual." <laughs> so I know, I know, it's different. It's such a different. It's such a different. I mean, I grew up in the Cheshire countryside, like genuinely, most of my kiddie life, but I as you say, was never the adult in that situation. I've only been an adult in urban slash suburban situations. And it's, it's, it's yeah. a different prospect. It's, it, it's quite creepy here at night and we still haven't got curtains downstairs. Oh, I know what you, I just, okay, sorry. I've just remembered what they're remaking and I am again, outraged, outraged, outraged. Anyway, so it was that was me and like just stomping around in my wellies. It is, it is, um, yeah, it's different parenting. <coughs> I just keep thinking about, I can literally visualize my children's lungs changing color though, as the months go by. Because now they're like little Londoners with their pollution and their tube. Ah. Crispy lungs. Mm. And I'm imagining, you know, sunny autumn days always and like them kicking leaves Not. did you ever watch you never did watch it i watched it when i had covid didn't i um evergreen no i never watched it because mm. they moved out of london because the girl had really bad asthma so they moved to the countryside and mm. it just like revolutionized her her life do i need to and watch she got a horse that's the plan. And it was just so lovely. It's the one time I've really not minded Facebook listening to my life is that now I just get advertised horses. Do you think they do? Yeah. How? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, gee, I've, I've finished hitting about. They need to 
I just need Dawn French. Do you know what would really help my anxiety? And the NHS should provide this. Okay. I think Dawn French and Jennifer Saunders need headsets each. And that they need to have a producer or maybe like three so they can do shifts. And Jennifer Saunders and Dawn French can just oh, we chat, could have, to, um, chat to each other all the time and live know. stream it. No, I, I just want Jennifer Saunders and Dawn French because I like their and Julie Walters. Julie Walters can chop in and out when she feels like it. Okay. They can have a guest or two. I don't mind. Oh. They can just carry on with their normal lives, but chat to each other whilst they're, you know, doing the washing up or whatever and live stream it for me so that I have like, I could just listen to them all the time. Gunther's dead. I know. We should dedicate this episode to him because it's what he would have wanted. <laughs> I don't forget that line, which is, um, whenever I see someone in a cafe with his hair as bright as the sun, <laughs> I will always think of you. He is like the seventh member of Friends, though. No, Janice is. No. Oh, Janice. It's more. The funniest episode with Janice when she was giving birth. <laughs> <laughs> I just watched that. The really good one though is when she's there at the fertility clinic and he's about to go and jizz in a cup and she goes, Oh my god. And he's like, and he's like it's all shriveled up. Yeah. <laughs> um Right, what's been your positive for the week? Oh God. Um what's been my positive for the week? Uh (laughs) I well, I went to stay at my mum's house. You know that thing of like you buy a house, sorry, it's gonna be a very house movie episode episode. I'm gonna and I've already thought of the title. What's it called? A very moving story. <laughs> just wait until I'm actually in the throes of moving. It'll just oh, be like a very moving episode. Well, the we went to my mum's. So you know when you buy a house, how many times did you look at your house before you moved in? That's loads. Uh, well, me and Mike came. Me and Tom came. And then I came on my own. Mike had completely forgotten what it looked like when we moved in. <laughs> he was like, oh my God. Oh. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing. It's like, so we we saw it. It had been it had been taken off the market. It had been bought by mm. someone. And then that fell through. And so we just were like, boom, let's go see it. Get, do you know what I mean? It had to be really quick. Yeah. And so we went to see my mum at the weekend and they had airbnbs in the house so we couldn't go in but we could walk up to it and around it <laughs> just like go walk past that in and it was like oh no i do like it i do like it does look nice and the garden you just mean it was like oh that is nice so yeah. just things where i suddenly was like my god is the wall at the back like two foot tall and as soon as we let the dogs out they're just going to leap over and get hit by a car because that's not do you know I mean those little things where you're suddenly like shit i yeah. didn't check that out and the, the wall's actually like eight foot high and it's fine. Um, so that was my positive of the week. Walked around the house. The kids got to walk around the site outside of it and were excited. Have you met any of your neighbours yet? 
No, we've been the, the people who own it are having a leaving drinks and they've invited us to it to meet the neighbours. Don't no, go. My mother has already accepted on our behalf. Oh no, 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 why? Never, ever, 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 in my opinion, should vendors and purchasers well, they're going to be running the local pub. What? They're going to be running one of the local pubs. That's where they're moving to. It's bad enough that I see the woman who bought our old house on the school run. Oh, do you? Yeah, she like very often will give me post. And I got I got really affronted because um, I went to pick up some posts a few weeks ago and like did painted on all the walls. Like, I took it really personally. I'm like, <gasps> what was wrong with my wall? <laughs> Yeah, so, so have you actually, in, I, my mum and dad always make me go and knock on the door and meet the neighbours. One neighbour um, is South African and she isn't here for half the year, so she's away at the moment. Uh, so no, but I also I don't want to meet people. Yeah, good point. But I mean, my like, mum is sure that... very much dreading I'm already like we're already making jokes about Joe and my mum heading up a meeting of who's the new awful woman in the village we don't know her you ever used to watch Jam and Jerusalem yeah uh, we are like... members of the self-preservation society hello um, how's it go the self-preservation we do 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 Preservation Society, something Preservation Society, something propriety. We are. Yeah, okay, that's your positive. What's your positive of the week? Um, I now have two teenagers in the house. How's that? And he's going for modern hair. I know. He looks really grown up. Oh right, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, he's got modern hair because oh. he's a teenager. Mm. That's it. Mm. How does it feel? No, how do you, it's weird though, because how do you if you hadn't had Ben, that would be your baby. I know that's why it? I had Ben. <laughs> you had Ben because you thought the Maldives would be too relaxing. <laughs> I think the Lego gun is sort of a baby gun. Do you know why? It's because Lego is made out of plastic. And a BB gun shoots plastic balls. Right, off you go to that enlightening thing. I'll be there in a minute. <laughs> You'll miss them when they're growing up, Chippy. Now you know you will. Yeah, I saw the picture you shared and I was like, oh, he looks like a proper, like, teenager. Uh, uh, but then there's Ben. Always got ben. And then there's Ben. Um, so, I think when Ben's 40, he'll still be, like, your little baby. Do you not think? Jack is still going to be, like... He's going to be the worst out of all of them. Think. So, make sure you tune in next week, ladies and gentlemen, to see if Joe had heeded my advice. Right, should we say goodbye to the people, Chippy? Okay, bye-bye.